Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Buckle up, strap yourself in, and get ready. Welcome to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I've uh, done a bit of reading, quite a bit of reading, actually, in uh, the new book that we'll be talking about later on in the show today, Submission, the Danger of Political Islam to Canada with a Warning to America by Thomas Quiggin and uh, contribution by other writers. We'll talk to Mr. Quiggin later on in the program, and he writes in part, and this is challenging stuff, but it's, it's excellent reading. He writes in part about Justin Trudeau. His views, like those of his friend George Soros, include the belief that only the so-called globalist elites can be trusted to shape the future of the world, and the population cannot be trusted with such things as referendums or a direct role in governance. Prime Minister Trudeau believes that a variety of current values must be devalued. Among these are national sovereignty, national identity, and freedom of speech. We'll talk to uh, Tom Quiggin about all of that and more later on in the show today. Mr. Quiggin uh, is a court-certified, this federal and uh, criminal court, expert in the reliability of intelligence as evidence and on terrorism. And he's worked with the RCMP, the Canadian Armed Forces, the United Nations Protection Forces in Yugoslavia, and the Privy Council Office among others. What else do we have for you? An interesting story that uh, came out of the out of the U.S. And I just want to talk to you about it because we had a lot of response, a great deal of response to a program we aired a few months ago on the issue of white privilege. Well, a grade eight class of students in Wisconsin was given a, um, a white privilege test. And I went through these questions. And first of all, A whole bunch of them have nothing to do with 13-year-olds. Nothing. Zero. And I wonder what the the objective of the the whole lesson is. Ron Miller, he's African-American, associate dean and professor of uh, government studies at Liberty University, former member of the United States Air Force, will be joining us to, uh, to look at that. A lot going on. We talked about this man yesterday. I certainly do not intend to allow a brutal and sacrilegious gang of criminal miscreants to dictate the future direction of my family, nor to weaken my family's commitment to do the right thing, no matter the cost. In the final analysis, it is the intentions of our actions, not their consequences, on which we shall all eventually be judged. Joshua Boyle, who tomorrow will be in court looking for bail on the criminal charges that he faces. 
Joshua Boyle, of course, a visitor to and a guest of the Prime Minister in the Prime Minister's office, along with Mr. Boyle's wife, Caitlin, and their kids. Now, why would Justin Trudeau invite Joshua Boyle to the Prime Minister's office? It's something we speculated on yesterday or questioned and wondered about. And particularly with Boyle saying that he and Trudeau had met in 2006 and they had shared interests. So I've received a lot of emails to Roy at Roy Green Show about that overnight. And there was some activity on Twitter as well, at the Roy Green Show. With that going on, with with Trudeau meeting with, um, with Joshua Boyle, brought me back to the issue of the fact that the Prime Minister has never met, never met were the families of Robert Hall and John Ridsdale, two Canadians who, as you know, were beheaded by an ISIS-affiliated group in the Philippines. Zero involvement by the Prime Minister, other than having called the, uh, the sister of Robert Hall. We spoke with uh, Bernice Thomas a few months ago about this. And she told us the Prime Minister had called and he had offered condolences, but Bernice told us it sounded for all the world like he was reading something that had been written for him. When he was through reading, he hung up. So why would the prime minister of this country meet with Joshua Boyle? And there's so many questions about his visit to Afghanistan with his eight-month pregnant wife. And then the five years with the Taliban, if you read the McLean's um, article and interview, it seems as though he was giving orders to the Taliban and the Kadani or Kahani network He was supposed to be the kidnap victim, but he was telling them what to do. So a lot of questions, a lot of of very significant questions to be answered. But what troubles me tremendously is there continues to be no interest or no apparent interest, no clearly visible interest by the government of Canada for the families of either John Ridsdale or Robert Hall. Double standard. Meet with Joshua Boyle. Ignore the families of two Canadians. Tell Canada that the ISIS, returning ISIS terrorists, who obviously had zero interest in the values of this country because they joined the terror group ISIS, made their way to Syria, joined ISIS, and were ready and who knows, maybe did participate in uh, some of the atrocities that we were aware of. They certainly went there and were joined ISIS and maybe they were involved in those activities. But we're apparently not going to find out because there's no interest by the federal government to pursue any criminal charges or any jail time for these individuals. Instead, the prime minister talks about their potential extraordinary value to Canada and Canadians. Gord Bibby is the uh, cousin of Robert Hall. And Gord, we've talked about this this issue and this question and the, the lack of clearly visible concern for the families, your family and, and the family of Mr. Ridsdale by the Prime Minister and by his by his cabinet. It's it's really disturbing. And when Boyle had his visit and nothing, no interest in, in, in you and Mr. Ridsdale's family, it just, uh, the, the flashing light read double standard to me. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm left speechless as usual, uh, Roy. <laughs> Yeah, I, <clears throat> I don't know what's going on in the halls of Parliament. It's just, uh, it, it's, it's just astounding. It's, you know, this is just another example of, of how Mr. Trudeau shows more empathy towards those who have association with terrorist groups than Canadians, such as my cousin Robert and, and John Ridstall. Uh, he, he seems to have uh, more of a penchant for photo opportunities 
than uh, displaying good judgment uh, uh, or lack of good judgment, I should say, and naivety and inexperience and lack of, li- uh, lack of life experiences. I, he, he fosters a rock star image while being ill-equipped to deal in the trenches with tough and dirty issues, and and it's it's scary. I, I I'm really concerned that uh, you know. Uh, as I say, I'm just left speechless. Well, you take all the individual pieces and you start to put them together, and the picture that it starts to form is one that concerns you. Uh, well, absolutely. Um, uh, the, the, uh, the, the lack of uh, concern for, for, certainly for the, the victims, John and, and Bob, uh, during the during their kidnapping and 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 even more lack of concern for the families because they just kept them in the dark uh, uh, and, and it's just I, I I absolutely bewildered as to what the mindset is in these uh, with the government yeah what's the impact of this on your whole family and for children who are members of your family what how do you explain it to them well, you can't really, because uh, I mean, you know, they, they watch the news. They see these uh, these uh, million dollar payouts to uh, uh, to uh, people associated with terrorism, terrorist groups. Um, every time one of these things comes up, like this Boyle incident, it just it just opens up all of the emotions of the uh, and there's there's no closure I, I think i've said this on your program before there's there's no closure to the families because it's just it's just it's open ended you know there's there's no no rhyme or reason to uh, why uh, why these two men were left to uh, be beheaded in the jungles in the philippines and it's just uh, it, it's just devastating emotionally i i have some of my fellow cousins who are just, uh, you know, they burst out in tears uh, still, you know, and, and we're what? We're a year and a half, two years mm-hmm. uh, past uh, past the the murders of uh, John and uh, Bob. Yeah, and you have the electronic petition. We uh, do. That yes. calls for an inquiry and for a system of inquiry. Exactly. Petition 696. And, and as far as I know, nothing's moved forward uh, on that. Well, there certainly hasn't been any vocal support for the petition for the from the Prime Minister, but he has vocal support for returning ISIS terrorists right. who would have engaged Canadian forces in battle and tried to kill them had they had they encountered one another. And who knows, maybe they did. Maybe some of our special forces, JTF2, encountered uh, Canadian ISIS members. I, I, I don't think they would have fared too well against JTF2, but the point is that these people who are supposedly Canadian citizens spat on this country, joined the terrible terrorist group, and now the Prime Minister says, well, they could be extraordinarily helpful in, uh, in, in Canada's efforts going forward. Well, that's right, and he's, he's naive in thinking that, uh, that a Canadian, uh, uh, somebody who's... who's uh, been re- relocated to this company and applied for citizenship. That uh, that that should uh, trump any any uh, legal action or any uh, any account for for their actions. And uh, you know, he's as a Canadian as a Canadian as Canadian. Well, yeah. not in all circumstances, in my mind, anyway. This is just bizarre, Gord. It's really, really bizarre. The things that have taken place, the decisions made by the Prime Minister of Canada 
the fact that he so openly states these objectionable, makes these objectionable statements, um, is troublesome. And and at 4 o'clock this afternoon, will be uh, Eastern Time, uh, we're going to be speaking with uh, Tom Quiggin about all of this in uh, from his new book submission. Gord, thank you so much. I, I just wanted to speak with you and have people have an opportunity to hear you because it has to be made clear that the Prime Minister has shown no interest in meeting with your family or Mr. Ridsdale's family, but he has great interest, obviously, in meeting with people like Joshua Boyle. Well, I appreciate that, Roy, and I'm very much looking forward to uh, your interview later on in your program. All right. We'll talk again, Gord. All the okay. best. Thank you very much, Roy. Take Bye-bye. Care. Gord Bibby, cousin to Robert Hall. This is um, it's just disturbing, and I was thinking earlier about our conversation yesterday with Scott Newark about Boyle and what's going on. So my number is 800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. So why did Justin Trudeau meet with Joshua Boyle and his family in the prime minister's office, but not once has the family of Robert Hall received an invitation, nor has the PM spoken about the family's extraordinary ability to assist Canadians who may also have lost a loved one to terror violence, but he has said that returning ISIS terrorists can be extraordinarily strong voices in Canada. Is this just coincident or is there intent? 1-800-263-2428 is my number. 1-800-263-2428. Is this a big story? I asked you this yesterday, so I'll ask it again. Is this a big story or is it no big deal? 1-800-263-2428 is my number across Canada on Global News Radio.